I hate ever since I walked away from that show is that uh, people keep trying to give me advice. Because I guess I've been like depressing. She know you'd be depressing and people be like trying to cheer you up. And then I had show business. That's what made me so mad about it. So they'd be saying stupid, hey Dave, look, I know that was a rough experience and I can only imagine what you've been through, but you know, you just gotta hang in there. And what you gotta do is you just gotta keep your chin up. You just keep your chin up, Dave. Word, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing wrong. My chin was too low. Shut the fuck up. It had nothing to do with my chin, nigga. This Keep your chin up. What kind of shit is this? See niggas walking around show business. Oh, I know. <laughs> so, this girl I knew sent me a book called The Secret. She was like, listen, David, this is going to help you. It's called The Secret. I, you know, I thought, it should, you know. And I started reading the book, and I read like five pages of shit and, and threw it in the tray. I was fucking. I can't believe they sell this shit. Do you know what this bitch says the secret of life is? She said it was positive imagery. You gotta visualize the things you wanna have happen in your life. Like, bitch, that's the secret of life to you? Then kill yourself. <laughs> gotta mean more than that. Positive imagery. There's a bitch fly to Africa and tell one of them starving children that shit. What's wrong with you? I have not eaten in five days. Well, what you need to do is visualize some roast beef and some mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, please, bitch, you're killing me. Stop talking like that. No, 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 no. The problem is you have a bad attitude about starving to death. <laughs> Get my 
my homies is having a barbecue. Before I finished, my whole sentence complete. Yo, she was off the bus, stopping in my passenger seat. And we would slide to the west side. Stopped at the stove to get some booze farm because that make them kick it a little more. And at the spot, you know that chicken was kicking. No pig on the grill, and so the day was chill. But that night, my girl was tipsy and was ready to ski. But I didn't even trip. Too busy jocking the summer breeze. And he was able to do that for a, a, a good portion of this fight. And they felt that if he got through these rounds, he was going to do well in the second half of the fight. It was not to be. It was too much for him. All we had to do was follow the damn train, DJ. Hey, Mordecai. Uh, what? Do you think I'm dumb? Yes. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I was just checking. This video...
trying to slip a finger in my bum, but I keep telling her I only let Jonesy's mom do that, you fucking loser. My mom would never put my finger in your bum. Mom's a fucking saint. Fuck your entire fucking life, you piece of shit. Ray has gone bye-bye, you gun. What have you got left? Sorry, Beckman. I'm terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. This is tactically dangerous. Right. Funny how? I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? And now, coming to you live from a podcast studio that fell off the back of a fucking truck, it's the Uppercut to the Gut Podcast with your hosts, the infallible D-dubs and the infamous El Guapo. All editorial comments and opinions and are not necessarily reflective of the platform to which you are listening, you sensitive-ass smooth motherfucker, you. Uppercut to the Gut Podcast. Happy fucking summer, ladies and gentlemen. Happy summer. The sun is shining. Happy belated July the 1st, Canada's birthday. And happy July the 4th to those of you in the United States. Crack a beer, have a barbecue. Believe it or not, that's what this episode is all about. This episode is going to be the chill, positive vibes episode. What do you mean, D-dubs? What are you talking about? You have no chill. Well, I kind of have to. My mother tells me that uh, I say motherfucker too much. And I say cunt too much on the show. So you're always so worked up. Always. Cunt, 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 cunt. Bitch, 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 fuck, 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 always cussing, always doing whatever. So today, I decided to give myself a little mental break, give you a little mental break. Today is all about positive vibes. That's it. Just some positive vibes, chill out, have a drink, soak up some sun. It's summertime, it's beautiful. It's been some incredible heat wave, uh, incredible heat index records set all across Western Canada, Western U.S. Unbearable heat. I had to work in this shit. It was insane. It's crazy hot. It's kind of a little bit chilled down where I am now. Got a little heat relief. I gotta say, I'm gonna soak up the sun, man. Take advantage of it while you can. Because in 17 weeks, it will be winter. But it ain't right now, so fuck it. Positive vibes. Uppercut to the gut podcast. Episode 11. Positive vibes. Feeling those summer vibes. Chilling out. This is the chillax episode. Whoever you are, wherever you are, however you're joining us could have been anywhere else but instead you're here with us for that we thank you all right
and dirt and gritty Pin down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city All around people looking half dead Walking on the sidewalk harder than a match But now it's a different world Go out and find a girl Come on, come on, and dance all night Despite the heat, it'll be all right And babe, don't you know it's a pity The days can't be like the nights In the summer, in the city Summer, in the city Podcast episode 11 positive vibes feeling the summer feeling that sun feeling everything good now previous episodes I, I've talked about why we need to unplug from certain people because maybe some narcissism or toxic shit particularly social media personalities anybody who's kind of famous out there certain politicians that just can't seem to you know cool down for a bit always just trying to make a name chasing that clout sometimes it's not just influences that we gotta unplug from sometimes you just gotta unplug from life a little bit just gotta unplug from the shit take a breather how often do we rush through life we we don't get a chance to stop and appreciate those small things because that's what i find kind of keeps me happy small victories not small victories uh i'm a long gamer I'm all about the long game, whether it be confrontation or business or trying to go and like achieve a goal of some sort, I'm all in it for the long game. Sometimes it is these small, simple things that you appreciate. Last week I was working out of town again. It was really, really hot. Heat wave hit us. We had a pretty good arrangement. I was looking forward to coming back with a fat pocket. I did. But while we're out there, the the whole job sucked. We got a whole scope of work that we were not prepared for. I have a feeling that we should have been. I feel like it was something that was overlooked. Not gonna lie, got kind of frustrated. Got kind of frustrated with a friend of mine. Was just overindulged in uh, nature's goodness there. A little too many of these. But, uh... We lost a bunch of days of work, and as a result, in one of the hottest days on record, where the heat index was through the roof, everybody burned. Black people had peeling skin after this. That's how high it was. Uh, I don't know. We had to kind of cram in a whole bunch of work. Didn't work out that well. As a result, other things got overlooked. We're supposed to be going back, but I don't think we are. I don't think I am anyway. I don't, I don't even know if I feel like going. It was just, it was just such a shit show. I got a little pissed personally too, cause uh, I was kind of resolving and mitigating some of these problems that were coming up. Got all the credit stolen. Got all the fucking credit stolen. So I was a little bummed out. I was not gonna lie. It's true. But then I got home, you know, and I just started, you know, having a real appreciation for just these small things that I was noticing, you know came back paid some bills got caught up on shit got caught up on responsibilities 
stacked up the fridge, all kinds of good shit for summer, made a whole bunch of drinks. Real cool drink, so not that trashy trailer drinking. Not that drinking till you can't stand. No, I was uh, I was doing some real, making some real cool drinks. Moscow Mule, a couple cold ones outside. Watched that a garden popped up. Pocket was fat. Started feeling good. Started feeling good. Being like, it doesn't matter how shitty that week was. Today's today's better. Sometimes that's just how you have to think. Tomorrow's another day. Live to fight another day every time. I was kind of proud of myself. Here's something to be positive about. This year was the first year out of three where I, and don't get me wrong, I don't give a fuck what other people think typically. I typically do not care what other people think. But this year was the first year in three years that I felt completely comfortable enough walking around shirtless. Felt good. Got the sun on my back, got the sun on my chest, took down some color. You know, I felt good being able to go shirtless because I looked much better. I cut a whole bunch of weight by cutting out a whole bunch of drinking. Just a, a, a major reduction in booze intake and inactivity. Started being real more active at home, abroad, eating right, eating different. Got more roughage, got more healthier shit in me. I kind of mastered uh, some vegan cooking and some vegetarian cooking. Someone I know, they, they don't eat meat at all, but I met him halfway. I'm still cooking like that. Feels good. I feel lighter. I feel lighter. Feel good when you look good. When you're healthy, you get that good feeling. That's that positive vibe I'm talking about. Not to mention the vitamin D. Vitamin D is good for you, y'all. Gotta get that. Get out, get the sun. We've been all cooped up over the whole COVID-19 thing, a year and a half. It feels like longer sometimes. I know about six months in, everybody felt you know, real, real shitty about it. Not being able to go out to a swimming pool or to a lot of public places, community centers. A lot of people got set back, but hey, Get some vitamin D, man. Get out there. It's good for you. Vitamin D, the only thing you get from the sun, is essential to your immune system. It's essential for your mental health. You feel down? Go outside. Go outside, get a little, uh, get a little air. Get a little sun. Close your eyes in the sun. Think about your shit. Come back in. You're gonna feel worlds better. That's what I mean by unplugging, man. Sometimes you just gotta unplug. You gotta unplug from, from your everyday stress. Just not give a shit. Take a little breather for yourself. As they say, take a day for your mental if you need to. I know I definitely needed to do this. I know some of you have felt this shit too, whether it be COVID related, whether it just be the state of politics the last few years, whether it be the tribalism, whether it be just the way the people have been behaving, talking, treating each other, whatever it may be. You ever get that feeling of being real fried? 
I, I felt fried last week. I was, like I said, I was real frustrated. I was frustrated with a friend of mine. I was frustrated with a lot of shit, but I felt fried. And that's when you know it's time to unplug. Shut the TV off. Put your phone away. The last two, three days here, I have been less on my phone, less on TV. And I got to say, I felt, I felt good about it. I felt real good. Real good. A lot of time it's that FOMO though. FOMO, the fear of missing out. F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. Sometimes it's that fear of missing out that makes us want to be so plugged in. We have to check the news. We have to check your Twitter feed. We have to check your Facebook. It's a disappointment every every single time. You, you can't, you're not gonna, you're not gonna disappoint me. You didn't miss anything. It's a completely illegitimate and completely irrational fear. The fear of missing out. But I didn't give a shit. For two days, I just, I talked to my mother, I talked to a couple of people, but outside of that, it felt good to unplug. Felt good to not talk to anybody about things, listening to their problems, their agitation, their agitation shit. Once you gotta treat yourself to that. I'm not saying, and, and listen, I know it's called positive vibes. I know that some of you were thinking, it's like, oh man, is this guy about to go full hippie? Don't worry, it's not happening. You never go full hippie. Sometimes it actually, I, I usually typically get aggravated when somebody somebody tries to say something about vibes, like that spiritual shit. I don't know what other word to use. I don't know what other word to use other than vibes. Feeling good, looking good, fat pockets, sunshine, barbecues every day. It's been the last three, four days. Grilled everything. I'm fully vaccinated now. I'm fully vaccinated, ready to be a part of society again. Go out there, be social. Gonna try this again. Gonna try this shit again. I know it's gonna be, <laughs> I know there's gonna be some raving disappointments. So I don't care. I'm gonna give it a go. Gonna have some people over for a barbecue. Got this beautiful pork shoulder. That's gonna be coming up. Gonna make it Carolina, uh, South Carolina style. That's where there's a lot of injections of garlic, herbs, oil. Then you do a dry rub on the outside. As soon as it hits the, it, it sits overnight, and uh, that dry rub hits that grill, and you spray it down in a little spray bottle with Merlot. Well, it slowly grills for hours and hours and hours, and then you you throw in your lumber and you start smoking that shit. Oh my god! Made one last year. I made a beef brisket in a similar manner. It's incredible. It's that small shit. That's the that's what I'm talking about. That's the small victory. No matter how crappy your day or your week is, no matter how much shit has sucked, have a meal. You'll feel better. Have a meal. Take some time. What about you, though? What do you do? What do you do to chill out? What's your thing? See on Twitter here, got an inbox uh, message. Uh, <laughs> uh, CBD oil. That's how I do it. That's from Falcon News. From Falcon Newsom three, uh, Falcon Newsom three four one on Twitter. I don't know. I'm not all about that CBD. Uh, uh, I got into a gum. I'm not gonna lie. I got into a gummy. We gummies those edibles. 
See, I, I'm really not a drug guy. That's just not my thing. I'm just not a... I'm, I'm not the guy that's just like... I can't go a day without smoking a joint. Or it's not a party unless your nose is all powdered up and shit. It's like, don't worry, I just... <laughs> you know, it's, it's not really my thing, but I gotta say, this, uh... These edibles, man... Some of them took me to motherfucking Mars. Took me to fucking Mars. Gotta like this one though. Gotta love this one though. It's positive vibes. Uppercut to the gut podcast. Positive vibes. I want you to feel good, man. Ladies, gentlemen, whoever you are, wherever you are, get yourself to a drink real quick. Do what you do. What's your advice? What do you like? Cold one? Big fat blunt? Going full Cheech and Chong on us? Is it a company of a few friends? A couple cool ladies? Is it the pool? Hey, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just on Instagram. I'm, I'm just talking live here. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Ultimate Frisbee. Golfing. That's right. Thank you, Desmond. A lot of golfing. I can't watch golf. I find golf really boring as shit. Playing golf, sure. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's really, really fun to golf. I can't watch that shit, though. Can't watch that shit. It's too boring, too slow paced. Too many people excited about some shit. That just, it, it, I never get why they're excited. Like, I can't take it that seriously. I don't even consider it athletics. I don't know. I, I, I really don't. This just seems like kind of like a recreational activity, but I do love golfing. I love golfing. It's fun. A drink cart lady loves me. A drink cart girl, she always comes around. Just buy her right out. Be like, listen, I want to see you every 15 minutes. Here is. <laughs> Pay her out, and uh, she, she just finds you wherever you are on the green. Zipping around with golf carts and shit. It's always fun. Man. Small victories. Got this cold beer in my hand right now. Feels good. Hot day. Cold beer. Funny how things change as you get older. I remember. I remember that when I was a kid, summertime, those two months that you had off from school, used to feel like forever. You ever get that? You ever get that when you're having so much fun you don't even know or care what day it is because it doesn't matter. It's summer vacation. Summer day is off. What did you do? You could do so much shit today. You wake up, go out on my bicycle, go around the neighborhood, be some folks fighting over pogs and shit, dice rollers, crap shooters. That Dicky D would come by, popsicle dude, bells dingle dingle dingle. Yeah, you'd hear those Dicky D bells. He'd ring that thing, just ream it out. Every kid would come out of their building. They come out of their houses, they come out of their apartments, they come out of everywhere. See a flock of kids, get yourself a sour power. Get yourself a cyclone. Get yourself a Batman marshmallow kind of thing, just chew into. Fudgicle. The kids used to call it budgicles. Budgicle with their sandwich. With your sandwich. Get that Kool-Aid mustache that at least one kid per family gets. Taking big gulps of Kool-Aid, lemonade, whatever. 
I used to remember when we'd lose track of days. I haven't felt that in a while. Last time I felt that, I was on vacation. I was out of the country. I believe I was in Cancun, and uh, there were like 10 days. I completely forgot what day it was because I was enjoying myself so much. Got to do everything. Got to relax, got to go see shows, got to go shop, do a whole bunch of shit. It was awesome. So I'm talking about there, small victories. Number one way to attain some positive vibes, take a vacation, man. Oof, that feeling of getting behind the wheel, hitting the road, or even if you're gonna fly somewhere, the idea of something new, somewhere you've never been, I highly encourage you to try to travel as much as you can. It's something that I intend to do in the near future. Uh, after this whole COVID thing, I'm never gonna take traveling, no matter how far or or how close, even if it's just to get out of the city for, for a weekend, a long weekend or something. Take advantage of it every chance you get. Take advantage of that. It's pretty sweet. Uppercut to the Gut Podcast. Once you feeling good, it's when Hero gets you uppity and feeling good. Disco, yes. How do you not vibe out to this? <laughs> But I need to go I want to be the best for you But I just don't know what to do Cause baby Yes, I've cried for you The time that we have spent together Riding through this English weather And as the pressure builds So does the tension between you and me Time has gone so fast Watching the leaves fall from our tree Baby, I just want you to know I still love you, love you, love you, love you, love you,
And now, in the news, this shit is really happening. Can you believe it? After leaking hair coloring, hosting press conferences by mistake next door to a porn shop, and farting during an unofficial voter fraud hearing, ex-New York mayor, Trump's personal attorney, and full-time hissing possum, Rudy Giuliani, has had his ability to practice law suspended in relation to the January 6th insurrection and purporting severe falsehoods about the 2020 election. The entire staff at his former Southern District of New York District Attorney's Office had this to say. The milk at the Olympics have gone sour as the FINA is reviewing a ban placed on swim caps designed for natural black hair. It seems once again policy is dealing out a shitty deal to black women again, while dudes are making powerlifting records in women's sports, as the IOC also reviews the natural advantage that post-op transgendered athletes have over women, which of course is what the world needs more race and gender politics. Former American Idol winner Kelly Clarkson has asked a judge to declare herself legally single, to which Simon Cowell asked, weren't you always? Shit. Business Insider reports that the online accommodation app and means to fuck up your tax returns, Airbnb has automatically canceled over 20,000 bookings across seven US cities as part of its party house ban with nearly a quarter of all cancellations being in Phoenix. In other news, cocaine and MDMA sales soar in Arizona, no relation to either story. Online alt-right and controversial learning institute, Prager University, is, is being mocked online for posting an American flag with 54 stars. Further evidence that you can buy your way through school, but you can't buy class. And finally, pro golfer Gene Siller is dead, along with two others, after being shot to death on a golf course. A friend of his was interviewed about the tragedy, quoting that, I had just played a game of golf with him the other day. You'd never think this kind of thing could happen in this country. What planet is he on? What planet is he on? There was over 400 plus shootings across America on just July the 4th alone. But I guess it is unusual for people to die in the most literally privileged game you could possibly play. And that was in the news. Oh, you know what I always find is a really, really uh, easy way to stay in a positive state of mind. Keep those positive juices flowing. Keep that vibing going. Is, uh, especially if you get stuck it's a little trick that I got taught by uh, by my ex's mother, uh, Lisa. She was really cool with it. She always said that whenever she's down or out, whenever things are bothering her, to just change the channel and immediately start thinking about even small things or big things, whatever they may be, start thinking about things you're thankful for. It's a good idea, isn't it? I mean, when you think about it, it, it you're having a shitty day. I mean, you're so upset. You're having an absolutely shitty day. And you turn around and you stop and just think for a second. You know what? What do I have? Oh, I got this. I got that. I know this person. And it doesn't need to be material. You know what I mean when I say things that you're thankful for. Tell you something I'm glad to share with you. Something I'm thankful for. 
when we got this thing started, myself and the uh, infamous El Guapo, originally how this started was guest who was on here, Justin Schmidt, he was talking about starting a, a podcast. That was the first time, because we're always debating and always um, sparring politically, you know? on Facebook, on comment sections, on social media. We're good friends. We respect each other. We respect each other's opinions. We're those folks. We're those folks that I'm trying to get you to understand how we're like so maybe you could be that way. That you can completely disagree with people and still be friends. You can have completely differing political views and not try to kill each other. And it's okay to be in a room with people that you don't agree with because you have to ask yourself, do you really want to be in an echo chamber? Do you really want to be only surrounded at all times by people that just constantly agree with you? Do you know how boring that would be? Do you know how defeated you would be? Literally, you would be defeated by victory. So again, thankful to have people like Justin in my life that I can debate with, but also find common ground with as we talk through things and get ourselves into the middle. It's really cool. But he was the first person where he was going to have a podcast himself. And I'm just like, you got to have me on that thing as a guest. That was the first time I ever even considered anything to do with the podcast. Then it got suggested by somebody who's a friend of mine over at Anchor, uh, which uh, Anchor Media, which deals with all of these podcasts, deals with all the podcasts to get them distributed directly to Spotify and then as a result to other platforms such as Apple Podcast. Uh, I just did my Facebook ranting. I got a, got a message. Hey, why don't you just start a podcast? Some of these uh, some of these opinions, uh, they're pretty unique. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes you, you hit a home run. You should uh, get a podcast. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll do it. Before I know it, I got a whole bunch of uh, studio equipments in the home office here, and I had uh, the infamous El Guapo was coming on over. We we're just going to discuss, uh, just discuss a few things that had nothing to do with this, just catching up on life and shit. And uh, I made mention of this podcast thing, and his eyes lit up because he kind of wanted to do the exact same thing. I'm like, well, shit, there it is. I wanted to have the infamous El Guapo on as a guest. For a segment we're going to be doing soon called Gangster Therapy Session. Gangster Therapy Session is going to be where uh, you, the listener, call in. You tell us whatever your question is, whatever your story is uh, about personal behavior or relationships or whatever. And an actual psychologist is going to go and give their answer, the proper psychiatric answer. And then I was just going to let the infamous El Guapo off the chain. Just let him loose and give his version of how he feels about that. And then go and compare the two, that tough love to this uh, to this mentally well-correct version and see what happens here. I, I, think we'd, I think that'd be a damn good show. But either way, I was so happy that he was all about it, that he wanted to... He wanted to be a part of all the full process. I'm like, yeah, in. I, I was just going to be lucky just to have him for the one thing. So one thing I'll definitely tell you I'm thankful for is uh, having the infamous El Guapo as a fucking co-host. My brother, man. But uh, the other thing I want to share with you that I was really, uh, really thankful for is you. You, the listener. I remember looking, uh, we posted uh, episode one, Fairweather Friends, 
I remember watching it go to like three listens and then like seven listens. And one of those listens was mine. And then it jumped to 33 listens. And then I watched it jump to 105 listens. And then I watched it jump. That was our, for some reason, which is odd because Fairweather Friends episode one is one of the, what I feel to be the weakest episode. It's the weakest first 20 minutes because I'd never touched a soundboard. I had never fucked around with a microphone before. I had never recorded my voice. I don't even like the sound of my voice, to be perfectly honest with you. But whatever. Fuck it. Fuck you. Shit, sorry, I'm supposed to be on positive vibes here. Anyways, did the episode, then started doing the musical compilations, started seeing the listens, started seeing the subscribes and downloads going up, and I gotta say, I am thankful to have you, the listener, more than anything else. Uh, every uh, every day or so, it's updated uh, on Anchor Media. Uh, we get all of the data analytics of whoever's listening to us. And it breaks it down to geographical location. It's got all kinds of charts. It goes to show how long people are listening to it. Uh, what's the average listen time before somebody either clicks off? How many full complete listens are there? Breaks down into the platforms. What, who's listening to us and where? Uh, for instance, Spotify, are they using a web browser? Are they listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast? Uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud. There, there's a whole bunch of places that uh, uh, that Anchor Media goes and puts it out there too. Number one is Spotify. And I'm going and taking a look at all of our listens. And the geographic locations is what has me most thankful and most has me feeling good about you out there. Canada and the United States is typical. They're home. They're close to home. I was more blown away by who's in third. And that's that 10% of our listeners are in Brazil. I couldn't believe it. Brazil. So when I go and I click on Brazil to go and see the breakdown, I'm taking a look. And I used to only see one city. And that was uh, it's called Pernambuco. Just one, Pernambuco, Brazil. Now, I see lots. Sao Paulo is 47% of our 10% of Brazil, Brazilian listeners. Uh, I, I'm sorry, my Portuguese isn't exactly on point here, but uh, Minas Gerais, I think I said it right. Pernambuco, Rio de Grande Sol, Rio Grande, Rio de Janeiro. Sergipe, I think I said it right. I'm going to brush up on my Portuguese just for y'all. Love you guys out there. What I need my Brazilian listeners to do is I need you to share this thing on every platform, all your social media, get this thing out here, help me get it popular down Brazil. And then I need you to help me start a GoFundMe page so that I can immigrate the fuck out of here and come down there because the dating scene here is whack. The dating scene here is whack as shit. And I mean, I will learn Portuguese. Just get me down there. Just get me down there, please. But yeah, man, big shout out to Brazil. I ain't Brazilian, but I love y'all. Next to place after that was Germany, Romania, and all of a sudden this week, Sweden. I have no idea how happy that makes me. Yeah, I have no idea how thankful I am 
to know that there's someone out there somewhere else that is taking the time to listen to our episodes and we're getting the plays we're getting the hits we're getting the plays we're growing that this is just me just talking shit but you are the ones who are making it happen and for that i'm very thankful there positive vibes baby positive vibes back out to sweden romania germany brazil Biggest audiences in Canada, Alberta, Saskatchewan, British Columbia, and Ontario are the biggest ones. Happy belated Canada today. It's July the 4th. Happy 4th of July to everybody in the U.S. This one kind of confused me a little. When we go into the geographic breakdowns, a lot of listeners in Texas, Washington, Virginia, Ohio, New York State, Pennsylvania. No Florida, though. I don't think Florida likes me very much. That's okay, I don't like Florida. Oh shit, Florida's on the list. I'm sorry, 2%. I'm so sorry, Florida. Love y'all. But I wouldn't set foot in Florida if my life depended on it. I'm sorry. I wouldn't set foot in Florida until the Florida man is dealt with. I'll set foot in Florida when Matt Gates is set on a raft all the way out to Dry Tortuga. Send his ass out to Dry Tortuga. I'll, I'll move there, man. That is if these Brazilians don't catch me up first. I'm gonna learn that Porto. I'm gonna learn that Portuguese. Coming, Brazil. <laughs> Positive vibes, man. Want to get out of a rut? Think of things that you're thankful for. There's two. Co-host, the infamous El Guapo, and you, the fans. I'm thankful. My daughter is alive and happy. That's typically first and foremost. She's a little busy being a teenager right now, you know? That, uh, that, that whole repulsed with dad because he sends you to bed at a regular time and tries to take the phone away. It's fucking borderline evil shit. But either way, happy she's alive, healthy, doing well in school. Playing soccer, you know, playing league play. Good for her. Glad to see it. Sometimes I save this one for last, but you know. No matter how wacky everything is right now, I'm thankful just to be alive. Even though sometimes I don't want to be, I'm thankful that I am. Positive vibes. Thankful for my mother. Got to be. Thankful for my mother. Thankful for all those phone calls. All those phone calls and visits. At least the first 15 minutes before, you know, my head explodes. But other than that, you know, pretty damn, pretty damn thankful. Thankful for the space I got. Space to be able to have a podcast. What about you? Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Uppercut to the Gut Podcast. I don't give a shit if you're thankful for farting. The ability to release. I don't give a shit. What are you you thankful for? What gets you out of the rut when you just have that one thought? It's like, okay, you know what? Maybe this situation isn't so bad. Because this 
This about life is great. Positive vibes kicking into the summer. Up next, the last word.
was a nice last word. I remember a particular period of time uh, in which my brain just felt fried. And I, I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier uh, about uh, feeling fried in this kind of work gig that I was at. But there's a particular period of time, uh, I believe it was around 2016, 2016 to about almost an entire year. I had this consistent feeling in my brain of being fried. Like, picture a book of matches, and you light the matches, and it's all burnt out. That's what my head felt like. Felt like a bunch of frayed wires. Like something electrical had gone off and sparked up. And I just couldn't seem to get out of this feeling of just being beyond exhausted. So exhausted that sleep doesn't do it. So mentally fried that even the drinks don't help. And I remember trying to get rid of this feeling. I think all of us from time to time get a feeling like this, that feeling of being burnt out, pushed to a limit. That's kind of what Positive Vibes is all about today. It's all about just letting go, unplugging. Try not to go and talk about anything excessively controversial just for one day. Just for one episode, we can do it. But that feeling of being fried is a real thing. And for some people, that feeling stays with them all the time. These kinds of feelings, that brain drain, call it whatever you want to call it, often leads to bouts of depression, anxiety, feelings of loneliness, a desire to isolate oneself. Well, I assure you, isolation is definitely not the answer, and anxiety and depression is just going to fuck with your day even more. Which is why it's so important that we look after each other's mental health, our own and each other's mental health. Unplugging from society, unplugging from media is an absolute must. Some of the ways you can do them are as follows. First and foremost, camping. Camping offers a proper short-term getaway from everyday life, does away with schedules, itineraries, and deadlines. You have an opportunity to close off the modern world and take in your surroundings. Extensive studies have shown, as reported by Forbes, that our phones and social media took a serious toll on our mental health even prior to the COVID-19 lockdowns. Spending time in nature is the fastest path to a natural reset. Camping makes us active, lowers our anger levels. It's a reset to the circadian clock or the internal clock that is awake during the day, sleeping during the night, and it creates memories. Just be sure to hydrate, drink lightly, and leave your functional coke habit at home. Trust me, your lymph nodes will thank me about it later. Second step to fighting those post-COVID blues is to essentially break free of isolation, which is often the answer to being holed up. Whether it be the previous COVID-19 lockdowns, whether you're post-breakup, going through a divorce, still mourning a loved one, or even just feeling overwhelmed by everyday life, the best answer is to just take the initiative. You have to, no matter how hard, just dust off, march on. You have to take that shower, clean your house, and step out into the world once again. You can always go home, but you won't see what happens if you stay there. No matter how let down you were before, sometimes you just got to give these neurotic morons called people the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes these idiots outside your door actually even produce a genius. Be optimistic. Give people a chance no matter how badly one person or one group has let you down. Extended bouts of isolation have proven to affect both physical and mental health in everything from weight gain to depression. So take the extra step. Get out and breathe some air. And third, for those of you with a sense of humor of a nun, you can go get some tea and a vanilla wafer, as this one has science behind it. 
an ordinary hospital in West London. In an ordinary hospital room, something very out of the ordinary is happening. Step by step, it's being transformed into a psychedelic lounge. Over the last 12 months, patients with severe drug-resistant depression have been brought into this room and given a strong and illegal hallucinogenic psilocybin, the active ingredient in magic mushrooms. In charge of this radical new drug trial is scientist Robin Carhart-Harris. So the room has been transformed yeah. from a bog-standard hospital room into something a bit more cosy. Why, why do you do this? We're trying to provide a setting that is supportive, that's warm, that's nurturing, where the patient can feel safe and supported and, and free and, and able to open up, really. This is one of a number of recent trials reviving some of the most controversial psychiatric research of the 1950s and 60s. After receiving a small dose of LSD, they're confused and undisciplined. Around 40,000 patients worldwide were treated with psychedelics for everything from alcoholism to schizophrenia. That all stopped when governments around the world began to ban recreational drugs. Half a century later, and doctors are tentatively picking up this research, with around a dozen trials now worldwide beginning to explore medical uses of psychedelics. Andrew Thayer was one of 20 patients on the trial. He's struggled with depression for two decades. It's hard to describe it, the hopelessness that you feel when you're depressed. I got to a point last November where I'd pretty much given up. You know, I thought, I just can't, can't do this anymore. He found out about the trial online and applied. To his surprise, he was accepted. Ros Watts is a clinical psychologist who helped guide patients through the experience. I was surprised at the level of his suffering because when we met him he was such a charming, kind of so sensitive as well to other people's needs and so great at conversation that it was difficult to see the suffering at first. But we did see it in the, the dosing days that we realised how much he'd been struggling, often with psychedelics emotions and difficult experiences that have been repressed because they're so uncomfortable and painful come to the surface and that can be very healthy and very positive in terms of change because avoidance of difficult emotion is really at the heart of many. It's worth saying that patients had a variety of different experiences and Andy's was darker than most. It was unclear at the time what long-term effects these trips would have. Today, scientists published their results in The Lancet. So these are the results from the study so far, um, 20 patients now. Uh, this is a measure of the severity of patients' depression. You can see one week post-treatment, you can see that virtually every patient shows some decrease in their depressive symptoms. But the results do look much more mixed once you get past one week. When you go back to the three months, there are sort of patients that are kind of not doing quite That's so right. well. That's right, and so we are seeing signs of relapse in some of the patients. Um, that's quite common in depression, particularly treatment-resistant depression. It tells us really that this isn't a magic cure. Even so, if we were to take average scores even up to three months and six months post-treatment, there's, there's really quite a highly significant decrease in depressive symptoms at those time points. 
The researchers believe that psilocybin increases the connectivity of parts of the brain. It's speculated that in depression, the brain gets stuck into repetitive negative patterns of thinking. So if we can introduce a kind of flexibility into the mind and into the brain, then perhaps that could help us shift an individual out of that rut that they've, they've become stuck in. There is an ethical issue here, isn't there, of taking people who are very severely depressed, taking them off antidepressants, giving them a class A drug, and then not giving them the therapy that they might need afterwards. Uh, if they decide to come off their medication, then that's something that we do with close monitoring. We stay in contact with their uh, mental health practitioner or GP. And I, th I think people should consider that if ever they think, you know, I want to go out and, and find some magic mushrooms and I have to come off my antidepressant medication. I think to do that is quite dangerous. And in the context of this trial, the way we did it was with some very careful monitoring. Three months after Andy's trial, and he's still coming to terms with what he went through. I think what I'm experiencing are aftershocks, you know, because even now, you know, I'll have good days and bad days, but some of the good days are outnumbering the bad days. And I'm off antidepressants, you know, and I wouldn't have thought that was possible. On the whole, I think it's moved me into a different direction. You know, it's kicked me out of the rut, as it were. And there it is. Currently in the United States, psilocobin, or the key compound of magic mushroom, is actually being used, has been used in extensive trials in the treatment of post-traumatic stress disorder, otherwise known as PTSD, often felt by our returning armed forces. In order for magic mushroom to work, when you ingest it, or drink it in a tea, or whatever, in order to have a hallucination, or a trip, or some type of feeling, whatever the desired effect may be, it needs to repair all damaged receptors. So if you're feeling depressed, feeling down, upset, or left out, isolated, or riddled with anxiety, magic mushrooms just might be the future key. I'm no doctor. I cannot tell you what to do. But I will definitely tell you there is nothing like a few light crispy drinks, camping, and watching Pac-Man slowly come towards you and get bigger and bigger and bigger right before he devours you. On a more serious note, if you ever feel like you're overwhelmed by things and you don't have the ability to unplug, because no, not all of us can just hop into a camper and hit the road. Not all of us can leave our jobs. It's dependent on our time being there. Some of us can't afford it. Some of us don't have the resources. And then some of us just have a hard time getting in the mindset to even prepare for such a thing. If you happen to be one of those people and you happen to feel overwhelmed, I'd like to share this number with you. It's 1-800-273-8255. Uh, if you ever feel like you're hitting that wall and you don't have the release valve, you also might not be thinking about the people that do love you. You might not be thinking about the people that do love you before you go and make a irrational or drastic decision. That phone number, 1-800-273-8255, is the National Suicide Prevention Line. And if you ever feel like you can't handle things, and the infallible D-dubs jumping up and down cussing on Spotify isn't going to do it, by all means, please, make the call. Because somewhere, somehow, even if you think you're alone, everybody's inspired or left an impression on somebody. And if you can't unplug to look after your mental health, don't flush it down the drain either. Whoever you are, wherever you are, and however you're listening to us, it could have been anywhere, but instead you're here with us. For that, we thank you. This is the infallible D-dubs of the Uppercut to the Gut podcast, joined again soon by the infamous El Guapo. 
Be sure to check out his podcast on Spotify called Sinner Sound. We are taking a one-week break, minus our Wednesday content. Uh, the Monday night rockout and the Friday payday boogie will be returning next week, along with our next episode, All Aboard the Cryptocurrency Express. Be sure to check it out. Stay safe out there. Happy summer. Happy Fourth of July. Happy belated Canada Day. Be sure to look out for yourself. Unplug and chill out. Good night. Time. I left my home in Georgia and I headed for the Frisco Bay. Cause I've got nothing to live for. Look like nothing's gonna come my way. So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay watching the tide. Sitting on the dock of a bay Wasting time Look like nothing's gonna change Everything seems to stay the same I can't do what ten people tell me to do So I guess I'll remain the same Loneliness won't leave me alone Listen, for 2,000 miles I roam Just to make this dock my home Now I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tides roll away Sitting on the dock of the bay I'm wasting time